Hello and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I'm your hostess, Lucy Button, sometimes known as the Dick Finder General. And I'm here with my co-producer, John Now. Hello. And we have our very special guest back once again, the mastermind of Bizarre Extravaganza herself, Darlinda Just Darlinda. Hello. Darlinda is a phenomenal performer all around New York. You can find her doing burlesque shows, doing clowning. What is the, um, we didn't talk about it last time, you have a theater company? Yeah, so um, I um, teamed up with uh, Peekaboo Point and Tansy to do, um, we're called Lady Box Theater. We're still sort of defining what we are, but we're a collective of women who want to make theater, dance theater um, with women, women of color, um, uh, to sort of just sort of, you know, take move move from burlesque into a different sort of performance. And yeah. in September, we did uh, two shows. They did Feast, and I did a show called uh, Untitled Rainbow Project, which is a, a loosely autobiographical story about this character called Rainbow who goes through these different paths of life using the colors of the chakras, the colors and the emotions of the chakra, like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, mm-hmm. um, as a transformational storytelling technique. Nice. I saw some pictures of it and looked amazing. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, we'll have more. It, but we'll, we'll do more. And it's, where would someone find out about that? Um, you can go to, uh, you rainbow has, uh, Instagram as well as a, uh, uh, Facebook. Okay. So it's, no, sorry, Untitled Rainbow Project. I, I had another project which you heard about in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, um, unti- and it's Untitled Rainbow Project. Does Lady Box Theater have and Lady it? Box Theater has an uh, Instagram and a Facebook as well. You you must be exhausted managing all of those things. And the Schlepp Sisters. That's right. And what's the, the clowning group called? We're called Foo York. And, and is there a residency or where would someone check that yeah, out? Yeah, we're um, we are at the... Barshland Follies at the McKittrick Hotel every Friday, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And what is it exactly? Full York is a dance clown troupe. We also do a lot of like environmental performance. Um, it's sort of like queer drag clowning. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you've been enjoying that a lot. I have been. It was, it, I started doing it about a year and a half ago and it was like this really great thing that wasn't burlesque. We did, we do some striptease, but, um, but it's just like this other thing and I get to dance once a week and it's just a different sort of way to be a performer. Sure. You went to school for dance, right? I went to school for um, theater. It was this program called Teledramatic Arts and Technology, <laughs> which was made up by Luis Valdez, who directed La Bamba. Okay. Um, and it was it's a really cool concept. It was this idea that you would use all the, all the different mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, so theater, film, uh, radio, new media, and video. I think that's it. Yeah. So it was all these, was these five mediums, and you kind of had to take a class in everything. So, mm-hmm. um, so it was kind of cool, except for like in two years, you know, like I did my undergrad stuff, and then I mean, I did my, you know, requirements that sure. you have, and then you have two years to like do your major, right? Okay. It's not enough time. But I directed Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and, um, and this is a cool thing. If you're a college student, you can generally get cheap rights to plays so that you can direct them oh, at oh. a college. Yeah. So I directed Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and so I had to use different mediums. So I used, I this was like, we have so much amazing technology that you can use live feed. Like we, I had a, we did a live feed where we had two cameras connected to TV screens, which were like <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom of the of the stage sure. um we had animation um 
And yeah, th- th- those were the mediums that we used. Okay. <laughs> with but you come from, from a background of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how long have you been a burlesque performer? I am um, in February of 2019. It will have been 15 years. Holy Ooh. smokes. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen a lot of changes in the community. Oh, then. girl. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a conversation for another time. Yeah. So um, do you have a dictus qualifier this time? I do. Um, it's people, um, when, when online dating, it's people that use um, sort of emoji, like, I don't know what they're called. But like filters. Oh, filters like, um, like a, a Snapchat. Crown, they're a doggy or they have a crown of flowers <laughs> on them. Or, or Snapchat filters. Yeah. That's a good one. Wait, so. I Do mean, you have I one? You look scared, Chanel. No, no, but I'm, I'm just saying, well, we kind of, we alluded to the previous episode that there, Linda, has been with men, has been with women. Yeah. Do you see this in men? There are men no, that have women. Snapchat some, filters. Some men do it, but That's, mostly I mean, women. I haven't yeah. seen men, but when I made my Bumble profile bisexual, it definitely, I see a lot the women, women had so many, I was like, what the fuck is I, going yeah, on I've here? Yeah, I've seen, I mean, the thing with, with those, those, uh, like, It just makes me think filters. you're too young for... You're too young. But to I see people like in their 40s and 50s. No, I know. I mean mentally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hiding their real face. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I, you know what? I'm going to put a picture of myself without any makeup, like looking a little haggard on my, on my dating profile. Cause that's who I am. Then you'll be a nice surprise in person. Ex- well, <laughs> that's nice of you. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> some people really do that we've had the, we've had the not on the show but um <laughs> some people are really photogenic and then you meet them in person it's kind of disappointing oh. but if you meet someone who's not so photogenic and and so you're like oh but I, they sound interesting i'll meet them and then you meet them and they're like oh you're you, it's you're a nice surprise yeah it's a delicate balance though. like we we did discuss a few episodes back where like i had offbeat imaging at offbeat imaging, take my bumble photos because you know. Because I suggested it. Yeah, Wait, you what's need offbeat imaging. <laughs> uh, offbeat imaging. That's Allegra, Allegra spreads, spreads photo photography uh, photography okay. uh, outfit. So Satine Salome. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's she's our frequent third on the show. Yes, I mean I do know who she is based on this show, but that's yeah. about you didn't it. know yeah. she was a photographer. I did not know. Yeah. Or they? Sorry, yeah, they, they. Okay. They. So yeah, she 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 does uh, photography as well. But I mean, some people need a little help in the attraction part, but you need it to be the best version of yourself. Right. You can't. We also Photoshop made him cut his sh- hair off. No, he did not. I, I just my... saw a picture did the other day. Hair? Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw a picture the other day when we went to a sublime boudoir, and you had you look like super all long. steampunk, and it was super long oh, with yeah. those glasses. Yeah, my, hair, was one like, of those. Oh, my hair was like way beyond my nipples, super straight. They were, um, uh, what do you call the 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 one with? The, I don't know if the, I'd say it was super straight. It was a little frizzy. Whenever, <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. No, they're they're, they're It was straight. Um, okay. But I had an ombre, wow. a green ombre for yeah, a little he bit. Yeah, he got it. Oh, he dyed it, mm. and that was when we really had to talk. And mm. then he grew a beard out for a little while. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But it wasn't like a solid beard; it was a little spotty. Mm. That's the thing. I, I Pandora mean, liked it though. My Asian mm. beard, I, I even I didn't like it. Was patchy. It's very itchy. It was patchy. Yeah. It's it's yeah. not a sexy beard, but you know, no yeah. such thing. That's something that I also. Um, I currently, uh, I don't know. It, I'm, I I can't decide 
I can't decide. That's a whole about thing. About beards? About genders, about who I want to date. <laughs> That's the thing. I just, I just, it's like if if they're there, they're there. If I want, if they're attractive, I'll Whoever's try. available? Whoever's available. But the other thing that really, <laughs> not exactly, but you know, like it's. Pansexual. You know, pansexual, which I don't like for you another reason. don't like reason. the term. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can Frogs. talk about that in a okay. second. But, but when I was predominantly wanting to date men, mm-hmm. I would there was a time where I literally was all these white men with beards. And I was like, you, I just saw you. Did, did I just like, I would swipe left <laughs> and then the I would same. be like, but there you are again. But there you are again. <laughs> but that happens on Bumble. Sometimes yep. mo- you'll it see the same Bumble. person. Okay. It was, like it Tinder. was Tinder yeah. and okay Cupid. And okay. it was happening. It wasn't, and I wasn't making, and it was they like, they'd be the like same. John or Jeff or yeah, Chris or, for, for for a time that was kind of like the predominantly successful look. If you're this successful white, in what way? Uh, Se- in, in sex? In matching? Not. I mean, I don't Ugh. care about sex, mm. but I mean, again, we're talking about apps that are working in big data in general. Right. You know, so. I think beards are a little bit why this came to be because I think one of my first posts about dating was <laughs> that I wish beards would go out of style or that men would start shaving that. their faces so that it could open up my fuck pool. Mm-hmm. That really might have been like the first post when cuz I was looking around a room. I was at some bar before a show. It was Pearl's show. It was in a basement someplace on like the Lower East Side, and I was there super early cuz I just had time in between work and the show and I had all my stuff and I'm looking around and I'm just thinking I don't want to fuck any of you. <laughs> Again. Ugh. I think also that the beard movement is on on it. I feel like they're wearing a mask. Exactly. And that's that's so you didn't like hairy men when you were dating men? I actually don't mind hairy men. I don't. Just not in the face. No, I meant on the face. Yeah, and it also it just it it really depends on the person. I'm sort of like human sexual. If you're a human that I'm attracted to, you could be covered in hair or no hair and I would You're indifferent. It's just yeah. It's chemistry was what it is. It is chemistry and you know, if I'm in a relationship with someone and they choose to change their look I'm going to go along with it or at least try for yeah. a while. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I don't have preferences yep. in it. You know, one hairstyle over another hairstyle on their head. Um, I certainly don't like beards, but I like, you know, body hair. Um, huh. Cause I think it's weird when they like shave everything. Oh, and I, can't. I don't like, I don't like genitals without hair. I dated a swimmer for a hot second in college and male or female male. And he had shaved his Shave. whole body yep. and it was like, I mean, it's yeah, clean. like it's so stabby when you snuggle, uh, they trim it even. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. But like, wait, I was a swimmer for a long time. I never had to shave my pubic hair. And you weren't really. Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, did he shave? I can't remember. If he my legs I had to hair. shave because drag. Uh, you know, it needs you to dra- be- You do drag? No, no, no. <laughs> like for the, the drag. Swimming for the drag. P- swimming, swimming pool. <laughs> you lessen the drag. In of the, the water. water, right? So you shave but everything, that. but yeah. like, and I never had to shave my pubic hair. But there are plenty of competitions that when seems, I had to because you're wearing. A, if you, you were like, if it was nude swimming, maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pubic hair. But like, uh, but like, what I mean, would you do? Then the penis would drag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> big big labia. The big labia <laughs> would create. Drag. Drag. It'll 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 be a rudder. <laughs> The uh, the pocket the the money clips would have it. I actually been like noticing more and books. more that there's less and less beards out there. Open now. versus closed. I see, I see. Beards versus pocketbooks. Wait, no pocketbook. 
pocketbook vagina versus, money, versus clip. money clip. No, um, both are vaginas. Oh, okay. It's just different styles of vaginas. It's oh. actually something I started with. Sco- Scooter probably used to call. She she said she really liked a little pocketbook, and I was trying to think of an alternate phrase for the more open ones where everything's just on display yeah. all the time. And I thought a money clip. You can see all the cash. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have no preference whether it's. As long as it's there, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I know. You can't be choosing. You can't, can't be afford choosing. to be choosing. Yep, You're yep. Like lucky to yep. encounter one. I'm, I'm thankful with what I have every time. How's your dating going these days? You know what the thing is? It's doing, it has been okay for a while. But the thing is, the people that know me, I'm, I'm not satisfied with okay. I'm, I'm, whenever I do something, I go balls out. So. Maybe that's why you're unhappy. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, mean, I don't. Maybe you need to be satisfied as you are today. Yeah. Well, again, I She's don't. Right. I don't want to. I can't be, but you know, <laughs> I, that that has to stop at some point. She will believe that she's right all the time. I do anyway. <laughs> no, but they, because I'm right for myself. True. I don't have my beliefs. Don't have to be right for you. Good. Good. Let's uh, let's getting make, really into this Buddha let's, shit. Let's <laughs> gonna fuck you up. It is gonna yeah. fuck you up. But I just wanted to make sure that you know I don't want to sound too near ungrateful with the experiences and opportunities that I've had but I'm not a I don't like mediocrity I want things to be great I just are you getting laid no yeah that's That's rough neither am I you're not not dating anybody no are you trying to meet people well now that I'm so so when I did your uh, untitled rainbow project I keep because we were talking about that's okay rainbow earlier um I basically spent nine months working on this project and like once a week I'd have rehearsal until like, you know, the month before and then it was like a few all times time. a week yeah. and it was all I could think about. It's all I wanted to do. It's all I wanted to work on. And so the idea of like getting on those apps and swiping was like too much work and I didn't have time to go on dates. So yeah. now I'm like, okay, I have time. I can do it. But I haven't really, I don't know. What do you say in that first like, I'm like, hey, you look cool. Hi. Exactly. Like, oh, like what do you say? One thousand percent. Or you like, said, if you if they say something interesting in their profile, I'll be like, that was funny. Or you know, I think it I depends agree. on your personality type. Because I okay, so you know, I have a strong personality. Yeah. Um, but I don't like submissive people. It's not attractive to right. me. I want someone that can match Same. my strength. So I would just say hi. Just hi. Just because I was on Bumble, and so I had to make the first move. Oh, right. Um, but so once I would match with someone, I would just say hi, and then I would let them take the reins. Interesting. And I would, I would respond, and I would continue the conversation. A lot of times I was playful and funny about it because it was also entertainment yeah. um, during my downtime. But... <laughs> <laughs> But, real. but it was just to see. And then if they would ask for my number, if the conversation was interesting, it's different. But yeah, just just letting them say what they want to say. Hi. Because I don't want someone who I have to chase for me. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. What do you say? Well, before what I say, I just want to circle back to what Darlinda said. When You love to circle back. Of course. It's moved on. Your no, thought isn't that important. Lisa's not a circle jerk. Hey. <laughs> oh. The, the thing is, we are at a situation in time now where you can say that I'm too busy to swipe left or light, right. Oh, I did right? say that, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, but I agree. I agree. There are times when, you know, I ha- I don't pay for my Bumble are or my Tinder. Are you too busy to masturbate? No, 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 that's, that's, Sometimes I get too busy to masturbate. That's real talk. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm too tired. I do too. I'm nope. too tired. Like, it's like, 
that's okay. I can't do that. The day that I <laughs> am too busy to masturbate, it's that's when I feel really, really old. So nope, no, I make okay. it a point to like. Oh. You've never started and then just given up. Uh, I was really, really drunk once, and I can distinctly remember it. And that's when the reason why that I had to make sure that whenever I, you know, go home to satisfy either myself or myself and somebody, I cannot be one hundred percent drunk. Because that's sad where you're like, you know, flaccid me is not fun. It's very <laughs> disappointing. I don't like, I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm talking to my things like, yo, what's up? I mean, I've had that experience where I've tried to like, if I have too much caffeine or something and I try to jerk off and it takes forever. It's like, it takes forever. And I'm just, I'm, and it's like, I'll, I'll finally come like 20 minutes later and it's like, uh, it's like, it's, like <laughs> it's a sad one. It's a it's sad not a, it's one. Not it's so disappointing, one. and it's it's really not fun. But I have to say, as I've been getting older, my orgasms have been getting better. Well, that's fine. Better in what sense? Faster? Longer? Just more, um, more expressive. Ooh. <laughs> Just more, yeah, like deeper, more stronger. of a release, stronger. Yeah. <laughs> Stronger, harder, faster. You know. <laughs> do you um do you masturbate with a device? No, I'm too lazy to do that. I have. I, so I, <laughs> that's to shop time. for it. No, so I worked in a sex shop for six, seven, seven years. I worked at Babeland for seven years. Okay, and I, so I have so many sex toys, and <laughs> like so many, and I just, I just. Like, so every once in a while, I'll be like, you know what I'm going to do is every day I'm going to use a different toy. Mm-hmm. And maybe one day I'll do it. And then I'll just be like, oh, God. Because you have to you have to go under your bed to the sh- thing. They're in like a, they're in a, a box. Bin. under A bin under the, sh- under the bed. And like, maybe they're dusty. So you have to wash them. <laughs> and then like. Dusty <laughs> sex toys if, is just if, kind of a funny. It's, that's my, that's, that's my drag name. Dusty sex toys. <laughs> But it's like spelled like S E C H T O I S. No, but it's like that's this is real talk. I'm being sure. really real yeah. here, and it's like I just I just don't want to do it. I am like I don't I don't use my toys. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But they're, they're for. Visitors. I mean, I've got my hand. That's all I need. Yeah. No, I I I always say I because I don't want the desensitization. Yeah. Of it. But I do use lube because that's always a little bit helpful. Sometimes you're dehydrated okay. and you might not be able to, <laughs> you might not have as much of your juices that you like. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you like porn or do you like your no, imagination? imagination? Yeah. So Again, we, lazy. We Why would I have to turn on a thing? We yeah. did this before too. What and then would you find be, the thing that you like in the thing. Yep. Yeah. 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 What would you be thinking about? Would you be thinking about previous experiences, real people, fake people? Usually it's my own made up fantasy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any. It's a new one each time. You don't have a go-to? No, it's like, oh, I have a go-to. What's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know the go-to. Oh, the go-to. I'm not going to tell you that. Oh. oh. <laughs> There's some things. Some things. Okay, that's I got to keep that's the fine. mystery. <laughs> which I don't believe in. I'm yes. sitting it's, here it's in almost, like weird socks. And <laughs> it's almost a fun conversation because, you know, there's people that are in relationships that, you know, if you're going to masturbate, it has to be like just us or it's like it has to be a fake person. And then some people masturbate 
to exes or celebrities. It's yeah. like it's weird. It's different. I mean, it's fine to have different tastes, but I'm fascinated about the interactions with people and how they decide what's fair game and what's not. And how do you ever decide, or how how do you ever find out what's in somebody's brain? Right? Well, that's. I guess sometimes I do masturbate to celebrities. That's uh, that's oh. yeah. Like, but usually the concept of them or like a scene. A that scene they- like. I used to think that um, <laughs> this is really funny. Um, Don Draper, Don and Betty Ooh. Draper. <laughs> John I wanted to just dominate the both of them and like oh, make them do things. That's a fun one to each other and me. I was like, that was fun for what? But I was, I was watching that show, and now it's not. Yeah, it's you not know, on. So it's now. And now she's on Last Man on Earth, and she's a different uh, character. She's not. Yeah, that's January not helpful Jones. to your masturbatory yeah, needs. No. And John Hamm. Right. John Hamm. I like John Hamm. A lot. I always forget when people ask, like, what's your celebrity crush? I would fuck John Hamm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like I also would, like, love talking to him. You oh, know? yeah. He seems like that. Like, he just seems like a nice guy. Like, just, sure. you know. Yeah. 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 I, saw, I saw him in, on on some Jimmy's, one of the Jimmy's, okay. Corgan, um, doing um, Spill Your Guts or Eat Your Guts. So or eat guts, something like that. So I don't know was, what you're talking about. So get to the point. He eats like weird stuff. I you're <laughs> he he was asked a question, and if you don't answer the question, you have to eat something extremely gross, like bird testicles. It? He did everything. He he drank bird saliva. I think it's real stuff. It's real stuff. How do you know? It's a bit that they do with a lot of celebrities. And you think a lot of celebrities are drinking bird spit? It's a delicacy in some cultures. Oh, it is? Would you? Bird spit, yeah. What was the thing you wouldn't eat that I asked you about that's a Filipino Vegetables. Besides. (laughs) You don't eat vegetables? I'm very bad at vegetables. Mm. They're they're ragging on me on vegetable stuff now. Um, I, I'm 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 concerned I'm concerned about the feelings of the vegetables that I eat. So. No, you're True. not. I mean, they're endangered. Exactly, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm joking. So that kind of answers my next question, which was, do you masturbate as a pre-show ritual? Um, but oh. do you have a different pre-show ritual that might be interesting to share? I do. So uh, that's a two-part answer. Yeah. So I do masturbate as a pre-show ritual when I am doing pussy tricks. Here's why. Because one time I just was like, I had a gynecologist appointment and I was like, whatever. But it was before, I just was like the morning and I was like, I think I'm going to jerk off. And then, you know, then I went to the doctor. And it made the speculum feel like nothing. (laughs) Because speculums feel like crap. They are, I don't know. Okay. I I don't personally like the way that they feel. But when I did, when I masturbated beforehand, I was like, oh, this is not so bad. Because here's the thing. It's like stretching before you work out. Okay. It's like, you know, or like stretching before you perform or it's like, it's yoga for your pussy. I mean, I know you said you have your hand, but I didn't imagine you're using all of it every time you masturbate. No, I don't even mean that. (laughs) No, I, I, in fact, I don't even, I just do external stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. Because what, what's happening, I mean, this is, this is a sex educator. I mean, what's happening is that the clit is not just what you see on the inside. It's, it's has internal legs essentially that go all the way down from the top of your uh your vulva to like near your vaginal opening do you know that channel yes ma'am okay yeah so i forgot you were a sex educator we could be asking you all sorts of stuff about that you certainly can so although i think a lot of things have changed in what in seven years i haven't worked there in seven in vaginas not in vaginas but in probably science and what was your favorite thing to teach about 
Huh. I, you know, I really did like teaching the blowjob classes. They okay. were really fun. It was a fun class to teach. Um, wh- what might I not know? <laughs> teach me well, something you know, about a blowjob. I can't the give thing. them anymore. I have severe TMJ now, so I'm not allowed to open my mouth that wide. <laughs> but let's pretend I can. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did. By the way, I didn't get to tell well, you, you can't this. Can't blowjobs anymore. Well, right now I'm being treated for TMJ, so Uh I actually wear a thing all the time, and I'm not supposed to have big sandwiches, and I have little post-its all over my house. I'm really trying to get it to heal because it causes migraines. Can't yawn. I got to do a two-handed yawn. Um, And no more gum. I had to give up my gum. But so I'm trying to do all this stuff, and then I I felt bad because I'm engaged now, and so I wanted to be a good partner, and so... I, I had my period or something and I'm like, I'm going to give you a blowjob. And he's like, but you're not supposed to. I'm like, who? Fuck that. That'd be damned, you know, whatever. And so I did. And I got locked out like really early oh, and I power, I powered through, but that was the most painful blowjob I've ever given. Oh, and sorry. I, you know, nothing like a, I'm powering through a blowjob. It's like, yes. no, no, it's fine. And I would just like protect cause I'm a giver. So I'm like, I know it's totally fine. Oh, no, it was not fine. So here's my favorite tip. Okay. Um, pardon the pun. Yeah. Hey, well, here's the thing is my favorite tip is you were talking about like having your head pushed up against a dick. I used to hate that, but I have long hair. So what I would do is I'd be like, pull my hair. Right. So they're pulling your hair. So they feel like they have that same kind of power. Right. But you actually totally are like doing, you're like, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. They're pulling you away from their dick. They feel like it. Yeah. But they feel, and it's amazing. And I actually like my hair pulled because it just, I have very thick hair. So it's kind of like a scalp massage. Sure. (laughs) It's like, just brings like, if if you had really fine hair, you might not like that. I might not like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that is one of my favorite tips because it's sort of like a, I'm like, oh yeah, put put my hair. (laughs) Can you give us an example of, you mentioned things that have changed in the seven years that you've been in sex education. Um, What surprised you the most or what has been, what would you consider surprising as uh, a shift in the sex education movement? Well, um, the thing is that because there is places like Babeland and Good Vibrations, which are predominantly like female owned or like female centric, educational based sex shops um the materials like they they're very like conscientious about the kinds of materials that you put in your body so there are like plastics that have something called phthalates or like it's the same like no pbas or whatever it's Mm -hmm. like they basically are these plastics that off gas so they're carcinogenic so like you know when you get a brand new cheap shower curtain and it smells that those are toxic chemicals oh yeah and they're carcinogenic and so they're making sex toys out of the same stuff so you're taking a sex toy and putting inside of your body with these off gassing or someone else's or someone else's and so we, we and a lot of them were made of this like jelly like I mean, anytime a sex toy smells, that's not a good thing. <laughs> also yeah. true with dicks. <laughs> dicks, that's true. But they put scents in them to block the toxic smell, uh. right? So, um, so what? So actually, this is it's kind of a long thing, but in in Europe, they like anything with phthalates in it. They like this was years ago. Like you can't buy it. Everything's made of silicone. Silicone is a is a it, it, it's not plastic it's silicone it's its own thing sure. so um so we used to that would be a big part of our our store it would be like here's a material like you buy your sex toy and be like here's a material this is what it's made of this is how you clean it and we had a, a cleaning you know yeah tip sheet and that kind of thing um so a lot of sex toys or sex toy stores are doing that now okay 
And it's and that wasn't the case. It would just be like some sleazy guy, like yeah, it's like story, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but now people are actually educating the other people about it. Sure. So that's changed. And I, the thing is, is the technology has changed in terms of like vibrators and mm-hmm. things like that. Like w- you know, I found a video of myself talking about this vibrator that was like connected to music. Like you could, you know. If I was talking, you could feel like you could feel like a the pulse. dancing huh. flowers. Yeah, basically. Vibrator. Right. But it had all <laughs> these like cords connected to it. And you had to wear this like pack. But now I'm sure that they have them where it's like rechargeable. This and cordless. Lo- it's like two yeah. inches you put in your pussy and then like your your partner has a little. Yeah. You know, thing. That a Bluetooth. Can, a Bluetooth or you plug it into your phone or, yeah. you know, you don't even have to plug it into your phone. You know, it's like yeah. a Bluetooth. Um, hmm. So technologically, things have changed, and also just I think the general attitude of the people of the the rest of the sex industry has changed in terms of like education about materials. Sure. So sometimes we play a little game here oh. on the show, um, which we we haven't done in a little while. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would bring it back. What does your bag of dicks look like? So when I say bag of uh. dicks, what do you picture? Describe the bag. Describe the dicks in as much detail as you can. First of all. I, I, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours this morning um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go gonna go do Lucy's Pack of Dicks show. She was like, you mean Parade of Dicks? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun um, backstage game too that I've yeah. played sometimes. Well, it's, um, I, I think mine is sort of like very kind of true to life, but it's like when I imagined, like when I first heard the term Bag of Dicks, I just thought of like dildos, like a bunch of multicolored dildos and sort of a canvas sack yeah 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 i mean it's really not that interesting it's sort of like my my bag of dicks that i have under my bed but that's honestly what what we've found to be true which is why it can sometimes be very interesting yeah. i think we've only had one experience where the bag was like velvet with gold chains oh. well ties very extra yeah giant mahogany black oh. dick. It's like, wow, that's wow. very descriptive. You've really thought about this. And it had a smell, too. Oh, I forgot. It had a smell. Yeah. What this was it? the only one that had a scent oh. of wood. And it was a wooden dick. You know, whatever. Anyway. Um, that's beautiful. That's- <laughs> yeah, it was very descriptive. Mine smelled dusty. <laughs> <laughs> I open them up and I start sneezing. <laughs> You could smoke to improve your asthma. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, so um, my other question for you, and, and then we can close up, would, what would be your ideal date now that you're getting back to dating? Oh, um, what do you like to do on a first date? Okay, well, this, again, two answers. Sure. I always do like a quick date, like an hour uh-huh. max first to meet the person. Me and too, be like, psycho screening. Psycho screening. Oh, I didn't know what that was called, but yeah, psycho, psycho screening. <laughs> so... So we do the psycho screening. We're like, great, we're gonna have a date. Coffee, coffee, or caffeinated beverage, or it's just a beverage. It's a coffee shop. Okay, that's where you go. Kombucha. Let's Kombucha. Go. Kombucha. <laughs> Tea. Yeah. Um, Buy me a twenty dollar fresh. Oh, recently, juice. I've discovered that the psycho screening sometimes doesn't work. Sure, I'll tell you about it's that. Not sure. yeah, it's, it's not foolproof. Yeah, it's not foolproof. No, but it's helpful. Um, so it would probably be like sharing a delicious meal and and maybe going to do an activity like if it were the summertime, like going maybe seeing Shakespeare in the park or like, you know, like something that's like outdoorsy or um, I guess in the winter, like I don't, some activity where you kind of have to like 
interact with each other. I mean, I guess Shakespeare in the Park you're watching, but you're like, you got to stand in that line. You got to stand in that yeah. line. That's a real test for a relationship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Set up camp or your picnic blanket or your chairs. And yeah. how do you like to navigate the paying thing? I always just go Dutch, like, you always, know, unless they offer to pay. I mean, if they mm. are like clearly have enough money to pay for it, go ahead. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and I've also been the one that has the enough money to pay too. So like sure. sometimes I'll, you know, like if I date someone for a long, not long enough time, like first date, I will, you know, pay for, I always like come prepared to pay for half of my meal mm-hmm. um, or activity. But, you know, if they're half of yours. Because <laughs> <You can't laughs> yeah. like, okay, 25% of the entire bill is better than nothing, I guess. Right? I'll be paying the tip. it's good good to be hearing like all sorts of of different perspectives again you know week on week when we do these shows some people are adamant like no i dressed up i went to this i spent a lot of time making myself up talking about Mm -hmm. (laughs) people are friends too um but yeah but you know it's it's uh it's always appreciated in any aspect to be come prepared yeah like i will always insist and we've talked about this a lot. I, I will always insist at any point in time, whether first date or 50th date, if I invite, I'll yeah. pay. Yeah. If that was it, a social norm I didn't even know until a few years ago, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I had to learn like traditional manners in order to learn that one. Yeah. If somebody else invites, then we'll do Dutch. So that's, you know, sometimes, you know, some culture, some people really depends on how you grew up, but that's just, I think it also depends on means. Like if I can afford to, I'll treat my friend, but if I'm out with someone who I know really can't afford Mm -hmm. to, even if I didn't invite, I'll still try to pay for everything to just like hook them up with a nice meal and, you know, and if I really know they're hard up or they lost their job, then when we sit down and be like, I'm paying, so get whatever you want, like really order it up. Cause I know some people who really can't afford, they might just get like a side salad but they're wanting to spend time together. But if they know someone else is paying, they'll order like five things. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm when I'm short on cash, that's usually my trick is usually if I'm go, I'll go in out of this like everything's on me. If you're short front. on cash, if I'm short on cash, the very very few times that I am, I'm not. I'm just gonna be quiet. Until the end. Until the end. And then I'll they, see, that's funny. Oh, yes. Those are people, yes, people tricks. do take advantage. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I do that too. That's yeah. not a man trick. That's just a. Yeah. 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 Although I have to. recently went on a date with someone, not recently, it was like a year ago, but I was like ready. To, I was like ready to be like, I said, I was like, oh, you can get anything you want. We went to this like, they were like gluten free and we went to this like thing. And like, she got no- nothing. Like, she basically got like two tiny little sides. And I was like, Come on. I was like, get anything you want. And she said to me, I don't like food. I don't like to eat. And I was like, uh, you know, that's a dick disqualifier. That, yeah, yeah so that was a dick I, disqualifier. We can like, put that on again. To enjoy food. I just, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah choose the food, but like something. Yeah. That's right. It's also, it's such like a sense thing. To me, food is, is like dancing and like sex yeah. and like... Um, any sort of performance and art it's like it's just you want all of your senses sort of food signifies a lot of a person's being it's because if sometimes if you choose or appreciate unique food 
you see, oh, you probably are more versed in different cultures and different stuff. Yep. You're adventurous. If uh, you're healthy, if you're you know vegetarian, vegan, gluten free, it also signifies oh maybe health preferences. It also sig- might signify somebody like me who's not because I'll eat all or the someone meats. who's neurotic. They don't have those allergies. Oh, yeah. They just don't eat that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or- Picky pickiness is something too. It's like hey, it's okay to like certain things, but you know, I'm not eating anything that has pink in it. It's like, come on. It's like, it, it shows a lot. So if you find a person that is on the same wavelength food-wise, it just, gra- everything gravity activities gravitate around yeah. it, travel yeah. gravitates around it. little backstory. Janelle's ex-wife was a vegan and yeah. he pretty much only eats meat, so. It was, it was good for a while. <laughs> but in the end, it's like, oh, this is, it's, it's really tough it, to not be able to yeah. provide or share that Could you, steak. Were you not allowed to eat like meat in the house? No, we were allowed, but like we had different plates. We had different shelves yeah. on the fridge. Oh, you know, wow. all those little things kind of. plates yeah. and shelves? You never told was me she that kosher before. too? No. Just no she's just like, you know, you know, she's also, she was also OC. So uh, obsessive, com- obsessive oh, compulsive. Okay. So me cleaning the dishes will never be clean enough. So the compromise was like, okay, I'll, you know, you use your dishes. Basically whatever you did yeah. wasn't enough. A little bit, yeah. I'm sorry. That doesn't sound fun. It, it again, to start, it was like opposite to track kind of thing. But uh-huh. you know, I still firmly believe you need to be two thirds in the same way. Food is so partner. important. Yep. I mean, I know I, I always bring this up because I really care about food. <laughs> well, that's the other perfect date is like cooking a meal together. Ooh. Like how much fun is that? You don't like it. Like, it depends. Yeah. I, my kitchen's really small, but right. um, I did date a wealthy man who had a nice big kitchen, and we would. We would cook together, and yeah. he cooked for me, um, and that's very romantic yes. and, and kind and sweet, and so, um, yeah, I think food's it? important. Worst date. Oh, God. Make an actual experience or just like, yeah. Uh, yeah um, or at least worst recent date. A worst recent date. Um was so I did the I did the psycho test we you know okay. and it was fine I mean like and she was like a little intense and like talked a lot but it was like you know I was like oh we only have an hour so like sure. just trying to keep put it all in um so I get there and um to to our date we're going to see a show um and we I'm trying to like not say exactly where we went, sure. but um, uh, it's a place that I am a lot. Okay, and um, so we met up, and then I was I was really hungry. We were going to meet earlier and have a meal, but we couldn't. So I was like, let's just go to this place and have mm-hmm. some food. And um, and she already had some food on her, so she was like sitting on the bench outside eating. And I go into the um, into the place. I get my food. I come out, and she's on the phone with her dad. <laughs> that's weird on a date yeah unless there's an emergency yeah and um and and she was just like talking to her dad and then her dad like told some like dirty Bette Midler joke which was a great joke which I can't remember but it was like some joke about a date which his dad which she was like oh my god dad hold on I'm gonna put you on speakerphone so I'm like listening to I mean I didn't have to talk to him but like I'm listening to her dad tell this joke like on a speakerphone on this first date yeah so I was like eating my little sushi, like, and I was like, "This is a lot. This is a lot." Like, I was literally saying this, <laughs> this out. Loud. Is the psycho screening or the second? This is the second date. Okay. This is the first. The first real date. date. Yeah. The first real date. So I was like, "Oh god, this is a lot." This is like my red flags are like, yeah. 
Ooh, and I was like, okay, well, we're going to see this show. Like, I got us tickets to go see this show. Yeah. Like, I got to go. Like, all my best friends, like, two yeah. of my best friends were there yeah, yeah. at the show. So it was kind of, I, I kind of had, like, decided that this was it. Like, she was, like, so intensely talking to so many people and, like, talking. And I would just kind of, like, go and sit and, like, be like, okay, go talk go talk to them like push her to talk not to yeah. push but like okay great she's occupied and be like oh my god <laughs> and just like sit there and so then, how did it end so it ended and it was like okay and like d- and the show had two intermissions so she would go away and then i would talk to my two best friends <laughs> and i would be like well, i ended up just because i was i had decided and i was like i sat next to my best friend uh-huh. and then she sat in between me and my other best friend uh-huh. and so we <laughs> So I was like, oh, I get protected. <laughs> Got some buffers she at least. She wasn't mean. Yeah. She just didn't have any sense of like, yeah. of like understanding. And like, even during the show, she would like get really close to me. And I thought she wanted to like make out with me. And I was like, I'm not into PDA. Like I just, I, I, I mean, I am, but I was like, not. <laughs> I just met you. But I just, not with you. Not with you in this moment, right? So, but I was also still hungry because I only had a little snack right earlier and been like two hours. And I was like, okay, let's just go to this place and eat. And I also thought, you know how sometimes people when they're in public and like, that's intense to meet all my best friends. Sure. And she told me a lot of like, also before the show, she told me all this intense stuff about her parents not loving each other and like how she was named after her dad's ex-girlfriend. I was like- That'll fuck you up too. Yeah. So, so it ended. So I I told my friends, I was like, not happening. So we went to eat and she was like, maybe we can smooch later. And I was like, no, I'm in my head. Like, um, I, I just really, I don't, I want to move really slow. And she was like, yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> Wait, then, I'm going to put that in my bag. If somebody says I want to move real slow, slow that so was, means no. So I really felt like she was like into me. So I was kind of like, I was like, I know I'll ask her if she wants kids. Like thinking, okay, this is like the perfect thing to like, cut you know put the kibosh on it but so she goes in this long thing and then she's like the truth is i do want kids like she's saying she doesn't want kids but this is the truth is i i i do want kids but i'm just afraid that i can't have them and i was like oh okay <laughs> and then and then finally she's like you know it's ending we had kind of like talked about like this is the nice thing about being a lesbian is that like you can also just be friends and like i was like yeah that's great like cool we can just be friends thinking, God, thank God. And it's not hard to be like, I like you as a person. So, so and she, yet straight people find it so difficult. I know why. <laughs> I don't know why it's weird. I, I find I it difficult. I don't, I tell people. Yeah. I find it difficult But I also too. probably, if I'm not, then I probably just don't even want to know you. Yeah. So we were like leaving the restaurant and she's like. This was already too much. This was already too much, right? You were leaving the restaurant and I was like, oh God, I should have just said like I'm tired and I want to go home yeah. after the show, but whatever. So we're leaving the restaurant and she's like, remember how we said like we should be friends? She's like, I really just want to be friends. And I was like, yeah, me too. Thank Great. Cool. And then she's like, yeah, I just, I really like you, but I just can't imagine having sex with you. And I was, whoa, right. And I was like, wow. What did you say? I was like, Oh yeah, me too. Like I was in shock. Like yeah. the thing is, when I'm in shock and someone's kind of mean to me, I I don't immediately like. You have to sit with it unless I'm already combat. like ready. Like if I'm yeah. in the middle of a fight, I'm great. But like, <laughs> someone just comes out with me something mean. Yeah, yeah I was like, mm, okay. Mm. 
And I woke up the next day and my back hurt because I was like so tense throughout the whole oh. day. <laughs> that's funny. You threw your back out. Yeah. <laughs> such a terrible so, I mean, day. So that's that's the worst date. I mean, I've been on like shittier dates, but like that that was the most recent one and that was like pretty bad. Is, I mean, yeah. is that normal though? Like I shudder to think somebody would have the gall to tell somebody in a date that I don't think sex with you and me is going to be. No one's ever said that to you? No. You, no. Have you said it to someone? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just teasing him because uh, I'm an asshole. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, um, no, no, have no. I said it to someone? No, I haven't. I'm very like, I'm a little bit about the business of dating. So mm-hmm. obviously, hence the podcast, I've got lots of rules about it. Right. Which I got to tell someone new who like just became single and has really never dated before. And she broke all of them on her first date. And I was like, what are you doing? We got to talk. Um because I like that stuff. But so, no, I would go on a date with someone and I would just tell them, I, you know, it was nice meeting you, but I don't think it's a match. And right. just say that. Yeah. It's just oh, not yeah. a match. I don't need to say it's not a match because I find you repulsive or you, yeah. your penis smells. It's like, obviously, or you don't like, have sex with me. You don't want to go on another date with me. Like, you don't have to say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's what I was assuming because, like, hey, we're, we're at least I'm a big fan of being Word direct. Vomit. Yeah. No ghosting in, in this podcast, like kind of thing is what we advocate. But to be that brutally honest, it doesn't benefit anyone. Because no. it, it in that case, kabo- ghosting is better. Ghosting's better than that. It's not that it's better, but I think it's better. I'd rather be ghosted. Mm-hmm. You already said that we're, you know, let's just stay friends. That's done. Yeah, I think if you say well, let's be friends, because we also have mutual friends. So Sure. So I'm like, I know that I will see her again. Mm-hmm. You but know? then I would call those mutual friends and be like Oh, I did. I told her. I was like, hey, just so you know. Because I also checked in. I was like, what do you think of yeah, this person? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're sorry about that. Yeah, I got to go on another date soon. That was my last date. <laughs> you should go on one, though, just to, like, brush that off. That's what yeah. I mean. So I mean, that's why I got on OkCupid again. And I was like, like whatever. I want. There's a her dating app, which there's so many people with those damn... Emoji faces. What oh. are they called? Um, <laughs> Snapchat filters. Snapchat filters. Yeah. Okay. Do you see a lot of your friends on dating apps? I do. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And what do you do? Um, if they're like, if I'm close enough with them, and I and then they know, like, you're I'm not, not trying to them. hit on them, I'd be like, hey, hi, cute pictures, nice. You know, if I don't know them that well, I'll just like swipe left. Okay. Yeah. Or like, or just like ignore them. Although I didn't see my ex-girlfriend on there. And I mean, like we've been talking. We're not like, there's sure. no animosity. But I was like, hey, nice to see you in here. You know, like thinking about you. She's going to law school. So I was like, I was like, you know. Yeah. Um, she well. hasn't responded. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was what we were. I was like, oh, so what did she yeah. say? I mean, maybe she has, but I mean, also she's in law school. So like, yeah. she's busy and, you know, if she's not in law school, she probably is at a protest because she's that kind of person. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should just text her like a normal person, you know. No, nah, no, nah, nah. All communication nah. should, should go through OkCupid, okay, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is my preferred. Even after you've like, like been together, broke up, got back together just to have sex and then we're like yep. let's just be friends and 100% only on on on, on likes you should only communicate via uh, see I would just swipe media. them so that they know that I Instagram. saw them Ooh. what's that I would just swipe it so that I'm like I, I saw you oh okay Ooh, no, I wouldn't really no nefarious <laughs> I, I, I saw of- him I was like left <laughs> 
Left, go away. <laughs> I saw my neighbor on Blocked Tinder. People. My oh. neighbor. Actually, my one of my roommates had been on Tinder. My roommate's girlfriend was on the her Ooh. dating app that I literally heard them have sex. Like Ooh. we have yeah. very thin walls and she was very loud and yeah, it was <laughs> that's uncomfortable when you see people and you're like, I know you're in a relationship. I don't know the terms oh, of your they relationship. Broken they had broken up oh. at that point. But it oh. was like, it was just awkward as fuck. I was like, oh. I've seen people that I know are in relationships. Mm-hmm. I've seen tons of the performance community on it. Oh, yeah. Um, and friends and yeah. I've seen couples on OkCupid too. A lot of couples mm-hmm. on OkCupid. That, that we, you know, at least in our circles, we've, we've known a little bit. a lot like, of oh, swingers cool. in this community. Yeah. Which I is why done... I don't like pansexual. This okay. Why? Because I feel like a lot of straight, predominantly straight people who like swing, yeah, use it, oh. and it ruined it for me because they would be like some smarmy guy being like, oh, "I'm pansexual," you know, or like I feel a little bit that way about people that say they're poly. Yeah. Because are you really? Are you having relationships with all these people, and is it a lifestyle, or is it just that you're mm-hmm. unable or? refusing to have a monogamous relationship yep. with someone you care about. Yeah. And it's one of those sort of things like when people open up their relationships, they used to be the thing, we're open. And then that just was like and then six months later they'd break up. Exactly. You know, I'm I've been in an open relationship and it was I mean it was faulted from the beginning, which I didn't see till later on. But sure. Yeah, that's just it I, I agree with you. And like it and I know a lot of people disagree with me, but there's like people who are like they have poly rights parades and like things like that. And I'm like, really? Like you're going to, you're going to try to get like, you want, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. Like, I, do I think you have if a you problem with the poly a, lifestyle? I don't, I don't have a problem with the poly lifestyle, but I, but I guess, I mean, I guess, sure. Try to do some legislation so that you can marry multiple people. Fine. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. That's fine. It'd be really problematic though with some of the communities Right, I know for like, I mean, it'd be problematic for like, you know, Muslims and Mormons and, you know, because that's so misogynistic, but like, but like, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. Like if you want to be married to a bunch of people, go for it. But like, I feel like a lot of it, you're right. It happens in the name of like not wanting to commit to one person. Yeah, and just like guys being afraid to emotionally connect with somebody. Absolutely. And also, and not just emotionally commit, but like all the things that suck in relationships that you have to just sort of sort out, which isn't just emotional. It's just anybody that you live with and anybody that you meld your life with and finances with or whatever. It's just complicated. And and part of sorting that out is sort of what deepens a relationship as well. I also really dislike um, uh, single poly people that are like, just want to just be single. There's not. You can just be single. You can just you choose can date to be around. single. <laughs> you can date and around. you can fuck That's as many fine. people as you want, and you don't have to justify it by like sort of appropriating the term. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, so we, I get the pansexual thing, but I, you know, if and people do you know happen, them, actually, so, sorry, let me finish. No, you're finish. good. I'm good. Um. So on on uh, coming out day, I like posted this really fun picture of me like looking like I'm like screaming and happy and and I was like hey I'm attracted to like men women and everything in between and I don't like to use the term bisexual and I don't like pants I didn't say that was gonna be my follow-up question. I didn't say pansexual um because I was like I don't it's I don't really want it's bisexual like, this is how too. I identify right. right that's why I don't like bisexual um and let's face it it has like a bad rap bisexual it's like people are like ooh, ooh, you're bisexual it's like been ruined by people 
I guess I could reclaim it, but I don't want to. So I, I post this thing and people who aren't even my friends on Facebook start being like, well, by saying this, you're erasing my, you know, you're erasing the fact that like I date trans people and I use bisexual. And I'm like, I'm like, really? You're going to go onto my page where I'm saying how I'm coming out. Yep, right. This is how I'm identifying. And you're telling me that because I identify some way, it's hurting you. Yeah. It's nothing to do with yep. you. Well, so that goes back to my point from our last episode of like, I don't think it's about the language because language is complex right. and faulted and by finite. itself. And, you know, it's fine. It can never yes. assume all the thoughts that it needs to assume. Right. And so it's just, it's irrelevant. The words that you use to, to me, it's irrelevant the words that you use to define yourself in any given situation because you're only using those words, the words that exist, the words that you know of to best describe the situation as you see it. And they are doing the same for there. And both are valid and both are good and both... Um, choices and lifestyles and and preferences are all valid and so we get too stuck on the fucking word yep. exactly it just it's, doesn't fucking matter it's not what you say like my mom said it's not what you say it's how you say it i mean I, well that but that's the problem with social media is there's no there's sort of context if you actually follow someone and you actually read all of their things you might get a glimpse but people that see mine think that i'm you know a crazy person and all about penises yep. and you but know. if they sat down in a room with you like and actually talked to you they would realize that like you're a sane person with ideas and interesting and smart and like and open-minded and, open-minded. and all sorts yeah. of other yeah it, that's the thing is i think people that's what ha- that's like that's why i don't post on the internet is because i mean just the fact that i posted this thing about my own personal identity yeah and they t- these people took it this way and decided to take offense to how I choose to yep, identify. Right. Huh. And that's and that's the that's the pitfall of the internet, free will in general. And we cannot dictate. Goodness. But even if you were in yeah. a room and you could have that same conversation, mm-hmm. it could be a bigger conversation and maybe a calmer and kinder conversation. But it's still you. You're never going to have someone else that is. A hundred percent in the same way because they've had a different experience yeah, to get them exactly. There. Well, and yeah. that's the thing is, I think, I think a lot of the the arguments that happen online, if you know, with a lot of these like sexual assault accusations, I feel that if you know the ones that don't like go to the courts, if they sat down, if all the people who accuse the person sat down in a room with the person and were like, "You hurt me," I think that that would have much more impact than the way that people are dealt with online in terms sure. of like sexual assault. But no one would want to do that. No one wants yeah. to do that. But I feel, You don't even want to do it in a court. You don't want to do it in a court? It's like, and a lot of these things are like, it's, it's hard to like, you can't really, you know, it's like talk about gender. In the last episode, you can't really define it on paper. Yep. You can't. And like, you know, a, someone, a, you know, a date rape, for example. Like yeah. you are consensual. You decide to go on the date with this person. They push your boundaries. And you and maybe you didn't speak up and you didn't say anything. You just clammed up. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago, we talked about the Aziz, Aziz story. And, story. and so the thing is that that can be date rape, and the other person's experience is also valid. That yeah. they had a consensual, what they thought was a consensual experience. Exactly. There was nothing 
of the language that they know and the body language that they know to tell them otherwise because according to the rules that they're aware of, it was okay. And it's, it's such, you know, with the Kavanaugh hearings, I think that was totally, I think he doesn't remember what happened. And he, I also think that nobody remembers everything when they were drunk. And I think she totally had that experience and that was her experience. And both of those things are true. So when people talking about being credible, it's like, yeah, both sides can actually have existed yeah. to yeah. their like what you mentioned 100%. earlier to yeah. their personal standard that was how they experienced that particular point in time is that the truth there's no third party arbiter to look at what had happened there's no um, videos or whatnot so that is you know the limitations that we have as people and as society and then what i don't like about what we have now is this trolling culture where you just want to get a rise out of other people because there's really nothing happening with your life. You well, really- or maybe your life, maybe, maybe you've had lots of hurt and so you perceive that hurt when yeah. it's someone who's, and actually that's kind of a dangerous thing because you can turn people that are on yeah. your side against yep. you, mm-hmm. um, that are fighting for you against you because you're just, then you, you can start to sound like a crazy person. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's the thing with, or, or dangerous. You're dangerous to my well being Cause the way you're reacting to me is as though I did something when I was doing the complete opposite. I've had that happen a lot of yeah. times. Complexity of being humans is, you know, we, we want to inherently be good, share good, be around good things. Yeah. But our definition of good differs from person to person. Sometimes people are broken. They want to share pain instead of goodness. And in their minds, that what's that is what makes them feel good to see other people in pain, to see people triggered, to just, you know, you know, inherently just cause a little bit of ruckus for nothing. Yeah. Because they don't care. Makes them feel superior. I don't know if good is really the right word. Superior. It's a little good. different. My it's therapist power. would say power. Yeah. My therapist would say that if you were truly able to empathize and see things from someone else's perspective, you would understand everything that they do and you wouldn't feel any anger or hurt or mm-hmm. frustration with mm-hmm. them because you would fully comprehend why they're doing the things that they are doing based on their past experiences. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So empathy's hard. It's hard because you, I mean, that's it. People just, make it hard sometimes. They make it hard. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not hard, but it's like you have to just be conscious of it. Yeah. yeah. And being conscious is, that's, that's and present like and 50% of the people's, game, really. Yeah, and see other people's reactions as a reaction, uh-huh. not necessarily a reality and detaching. And we, we get tired. Sometimes we just don't want to feel that much. We yeah. want to yeah. feel a little, but that's the thing. We can't control what inputs happen in our being. So it, sometimes yeah. we want to help. Sometimes we want to listen. But sometimes there's just too much and all these good things yeah. become noise and becomes even more detrimental. Uh, sometimes we just, you know, want to just chill and zone out, be nothing, do nothing. Hopefully, that's not all the time. But you yeah. know, that's actually, just part of some some um, people would claim that that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's it's, indicative of the environment that people are in. The environment is so bad that you don't want to feel. We yeah. want we want to be in a situation. We want to be happy all I don't, the time. I don't mean that. You I mean, mean like meditation. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, people that meditate as a lifestyle oh, okay. that have achieved 
Nirvana, well, maybe no one's well, actually, but yeah. people that are really into like Buddhism and that sort of mysticism and spiritualism and stuff um, would say that they're, you don't want to sit there thinking. It's the absence of thought and being able to sort of detach from those experiences. Huh. It's because actually, do you, observe, I'm sorry, do you, do you meditate? I'm working on it. You're working on it. I'm practicing it. All right. <laughs> um, well, no, do, do you mind if I interrupt? Because yeah. it's, it's about observ- observing. Right observing it's not detaching it's observing so it's like i mean it's similar to detaching but it's like not letting the i just meant not letting the things control not you having and, a reaction yeah. to the things yeah i do a vipassana meditation which is this great um it's actually free like it's not it's not a cult it's free <laughs> it's like you go in um and they feed you and it's but you have to do a 10-day course huh. and it's and it's um based on observation it's based on the principles of buddha like that they say that this is Buddha's original sure. um, teaching, which I'm sure everyone says, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's as great. they see it, as they see it, exactly, um, and and it's amazing just to be able to observe and like I'm actually excited. I'm not doing a New Year's Eve gig this year. Okay, I'm just I'm meditating. I'm going to be meditating for like ten days, like from I'm going to volunteer for a couple of days, and then it's like the 26th through the sixth. Oh. of uh 26th of december to the 6th of january i'm gonna nice. meditate yeah the whole time um the 22nd the 26th i'm volunteering so i'll probably be like cooking or like yeah making beds or i don't know is it here in new york city it's in chilburn falls massachusetts oh. okay yeah so it's like in the woods beautiful and it's um yeah it's a really cool center um but it's it is it's about observing and like the, my dad my parents do it too it's called it's like a vacation into yourself such a little hippie i'm such a big hippie <laughs> now you know what that was going to be the other question i was going to ask yeah. you was i you told me a story once upon a time i think it was a story when you realized that you were um open to loving all people oh do you remember this you like walk past a room. I don't want to tell your story, especially if you don't oh. want to share it. You might have to remind me because I forget things. But what if I share something that is not, it's not mine to tell. Was it like at a sex party or something? Something like that. Like you were like walking by and you just like jumped on the pile or something. Oh, that was when I was like at a random, I used to go to Burning Man parties. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a random Burning Man party and there was like a, um, there was like, but that was, was like, like your first time, right? No, 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 oh. no, no, uh, no. Um, I had it was around my first. I mean, it was like that first year. Okay, <laughs> I was living in New York and going out these crazy parties and stuff. But no, so I was like, I had put my stuff like in this little room that was just a bed, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, or like I put it by the door of this little room, and and when I I went, I was actually going to my boyfriend's house. <laughs> And like we had an open relationship at the time, and I and like, we, I I went and the but the stuff had gotten moved into the room, so I opened the room, and there was like literally like five women like having this orgy, and they were like, "Come on in!" And I like literally like looked to my right, looked to my left, and I like jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but but that wasn't. Do you want to know what the thing that made me realize that I was like probably bisexual? Then I had my chart read when I was uh, 14 years old, my astrological chart. I mean, talk about hippie roots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I recently actually... When did you realize uh, your your sexuality? Oh, when I was 14 and I had my chart read. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? But but my Venus is in Gemini. When Geminis are very like, you know, two different people, wishy-washy yeah. and stuff. And I was like, oh God, great. I'm going to be bisexual. Great. <laughs> 
you came to terms with it before experiencing it? Basically. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it was more like this, like, oh God. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I love being Maybe queer. you wouldn't have been if you didn't believe in this. I know it's true. I think about that a lot. I think about that a lot because it's like, I had an ex who was like, who had been like a super Christian and then, um, and then like was like atheist. Cause like, but they chose to be Christian, but like even did like the punk rock Christianity, like the nice Christians, you know? And, and I was like, so I would be like, Oh, well, you know, your sign is this. And, and, and he was like, well, why are you, why do you believe that? And I was like, Oh, right. I guess. <laughs> cause I don't believe in God, sure. but I'm like, you know, well, science. Cause it's <laughs> <laughs> alignment. I, and I, now I need to have my chart read. Yeah. Never, you can kind of look it up online. You need the time. So I found the cassette from when I was 14 when I got my chart read. <laughs> Kids, Fucking cassette tapes, yo. Amazing. Is it accurate? It's accurate as fuck. But it maybe is. you <laughs> materialized it because you learned who you were I going to be at 14. Maybe, <laughs> but like, I mean, it even like was like, you're going to be in a relationship that's like, this person's going to ride your coattails kind of thing. Like, mm. Which it happened, and or like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like um, you want to work on these projects that, like, you know, I mean, like our brown color, and like, I mean, a lot of things, Funny. like way that ways that I react, like the ways that I like interact with my family. And I think it's hard though because, like, if he wanted to go and get his chart done, I mean, there's so many, there's good people and there's people that are terrible I know. at it. Yeah, I really, I love Chani Nicholas. She's a um, She's an astrologer, and I reached out to her on her website. And I was like, "Hey, do you want? Can you do my chart?" And her assistant wrote back. She's like, and she was like, "Oh, I don't. And she's too booked up. She doesn't do that anymore. But like, we can do a class where you do it yourself." And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like "Maybe. <laughs> uh, I'd rather have some beautiful, wise old woman who is. She was the woman that did it, sure. and she was amazing. And she's dead now, but Aww. yeah." Well, if you find someone, maybe we could make that into an episode. Oh my god, yes! We'll, we'll bring, like, we'll we'll reach out to our network You'll and find see a if mystic. And get your chart read on air. That would be amazing. We'll do oh, maybe too personal. No, I don't care. I mean, but uh, we'll do. Pretty, that's pretty personal. Yeah. We've shared like We've shared. Oh, we just what all talked about masturbate about, about and licking butts. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was like the last episode I listened to on my way here, <laughs> and I was like, I'm about to meet someone who's likes their butt licked but no. doesn't like a finger in there. <laughs> I know that about you. That's uh, true, though. <laughs> same, by the true. way. Same. I mean, you said, and, and it did say. Have you have gone down on a woman with her period yet? No. Oh, he has this homework that's been lingering. Forever. I need to go down on a woman first. and You've then... never been down on a woman before? <laughs> no, no. Not of late. Just not recently. Not of late. Oh. No. But um, no, we'll, we'll do. I've I never think... done it either. Oh. That I, that I know of. I don't <laughs> think I have. <laughs> I, ha- I have it, but like maybe she had like a apartment. Honestly, I'm a little scared. It's it's a tr- honest truth. What are you scared of? Um, taste, like smell, blood, taste. Like um, I don't know. But you're so like period positive. I know. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> Not to just maybe true confessions. Yeah. Have you let someone go down on you when you had yeah. your period? Oh yeah. It's sort of like <laughs> here's an example. A woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and a man. But like if you let a man do it, you don't have to trade. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Well, here's the other thing is like I one of my first boyfriends in New York um, loved to eat ass and I love the way it feels. It's like a bidet, but it's like the best. It's the it's best. Amazing. You shouldn't use it when you need a bidet. <laughs> I know. I won't. Don't worry. Um, remember, I was a sex educator. I know yeah. these things. 
But um, but I don't. I just it grosses me out to do it. I just don't. Oh, you want, won't eat ass. No, I don't. It. Oh, yeah, I know. Highly disappointed. So I don't get it because I don't. I mean, like I'm sure there'll be somebody who doesn't need huh. it, you know, or doesn't like it, but wants oh. to give it. You know, the trade thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like everyone's got a butthole. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Not everyone can have a period, but everyone has a butthole. Correct. Yeah. It's like an opinion. Mm-hmm. But can, I think you can find someone. I'm sure. I mean, if I have, I mean, or you could do other trades. Like yeah. sometimes people just have a preference, and maybe you're okay doing whatever their preference is in exchange for having your asshole exactly. licked, and not having to lick their asshole. Yeah. Or maybe they just don't like it. Yeah. I dated someone once who was like not okay with it. So I was. Yeah. I actually found that a little limiting. Sometimes I just wanted to get a little kinky. Yeah, I mean, I, again, and you I know, knew I couldn't because I was respecting his boundary. <laughs> <laughs> she has a little finger swirl. <laughs> She's paused. She says, respected his finger swirl boundary. <laughs> we encouraged trying some stuff. Again, like my, I was highly conscious about it the first time that it was done to me, but got over it real quick. He's also into golden showers, though. Did God you hear that it. part? No, I didn't. Um, it's not I'm into Giving it. Giving or receiving? Both. Again, wow. it's not, again, it's not something that I will <laughs> seek out. I'm not limiting it. If somebody has that kind of fetish, I'm I'm down. Kinky, no, you're into it. And again, mm-hmm. the first time it was asked of me, I felt super weird. I clammed up, got really, really scared. Thought about it for a few days, and I figured, like, you know what? Let's do this. Apparently, it's my thing. Yeah. So you'll never know until you try. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being Thanks for here. having me. <laughs> An- another two-hour episode. <laughs> hey. <laughs> It has been fun. We're in the presence of, again, Derlinda, just Derlinda. At Derlinda, just on Twitter and Instagram. And Derlinda, just Derlinda on Facebook. Am I I correct? Yeah, you got it. Look at that. And I'm lucky enough, Derlinda actually does my shows sometimes. So if people come out. I've seen her multiple times. Once on Lucy's show, one of the Lucky 13 show, I still have the the signed photo on my fridge. Of the Schlepp sisters, though. That's why I keep wanting to go in the, into the From kitchen. The yeah, you'll, if you go to my house, you'll see yourself, too. Yeah, oh. So there you go. Um, one of New York's gems. Absolutely fabulous. All of the troops. The, the start of the show, I was writing down all of Darlinda's shows. And actually, I'm going to use them as all dates. I'm going to go to um, Foo York for some circus stuff. Yeah. I'm going to follow Ladybox Collective for some... Very um, positive, unique um, performance arts that will be happening here. And you're going to go back to Menorah Hora. That's going to have to be like a yearly thing. Yeah. Yeah. December 9th. December 9th at Highline Highline Ballroom. Ballroom. Mm -hmm. Menorah Hora. Anything else? Tickets are on sale right now. In fact. Oh, Mm. nice and early. Yeah. Go to highlineballroom.com, I believe. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh, tune in next week for an all new episode with an all new guest. Bye. Bye.